lady. Uh, love it every time she's here. She's gonna bring her new material for you guys right now. Put your hands together for Ginny Hogan. Good evening, everyone. This is House of Pride Radio, episode 140. This is your host, Salvadorable, your emperor of San Francisco. I have quite a bit of hosts coming in today. We're going to have a great, great turnout. We're going to talk about some current events. We're going to talk about the do's and don'ts in the Castro. Do not mess with us fags and queers, bitches, because we are going to come for you. That's right. Our lives matter. So in a moment, we'll be discussing some some issues that are currently going on. We also will have um, Mike Evans with the Imperial News calling later on. But currently, I have Walter here in the house. He's getting ready, all prepped up. And I also have my other co-host here. Let's give it up for Mocha Fapilate. And we're going to be doing going to some music, and then we'll come back to you guys live here at House of Pride Radio, brought to you by Sparky's Fun and Joy. Sparky's Fun and Joy, where you dream it, we create it, we blow it. Located on 115 Clement Street. Find them at sparkysfunandjoy.com. Here we go.
And we are live with the House of Pride Radio, brought to you by Sparky's Fun and Joy. Sparky's Fun and Joy, where you dream it, we create it, we blow it. We're a locally owned, gay owned party supply store in the located in the inner Richmond of San Francisco. You can find them at sparkysfunandjoy.com or drive on down there, catch a Pokemon right there near their hotspot at 115 Clement Street. Again, that's Sparky's Fun and Joy. You dream it, we create it, we blow it. Now, your host, that's me, Salvadorable, your emperor of San Francisco. I also have some great co-hosts here. Let's give it up for Mocha Fapilate. Yeah. How are you today? Amazing. Great, great, great. And I also have Walter here in the house. Hey, Walter. How you doing? Great, great. So now Walter's one of my princes in my in my kingdom here, my little realm. I say little, but we're we're kind of big. We're kind of a big thing. We are the mother court of San Francisco. He's also my lovely historian here with us, and he's going to be recording a lot of the uh, history that takes place. Again, as you've heard me throughout the shows that we've talked about. This year's reign is totally about about understanding our history, preserving it, so that our future generations can live and know what it truly was to be gay in San Francisco in the 2000s. So yeah, so that's what we're all about today. So guys, how are you guys doing today? I'm doing fantastic. Yeah, and Mocha, how's it going? It's been a pretty amazing day. Like, got a new costume fitting, been in face literally for like, I don't know, 14 hours. So I'm I'm feeling it. I'm feeling it. Wow! 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 Now I um now you're in face today. So tell us about this. I, hear, <laughs> I was like, wow. I was. <laughs> so um, one of my costume designers messaged me last night and was like, hey, um, Mocha, I need to measure your new hips for your new bodysuit. Um, do you mind bringing your stuff in tomorrow? And I'm like. Uh, it's kind of really early, so I'm just gonna like come in face and just like do it. But then I totally forgot to like bring a change of clothes and like flat shoes, so I've just been in face since like five in the morning. <laughs> well, you look fabulous. Thank you. Great, great. And Walter, well, Walter's all in face too here. <laughs> He's showing us some some lovely, lovely lumberjack man here. <laughs> I mean, I'm into it. <laughs> yeah, so <laughs> we're all touching. Yeah, you can't see it, but we're all kind of touching ourselves here. <laughs> yeah, so uh, so I've been gone this weekend. I was out in Austin, Texas. Give a big shout out to my brother Emperor over there, Ashton. We were having a great time where uh, Ashton, it was his step down, but we also have our newest monarch on the circuit here. Let's give it up for Empress 23 of Austin, Jadis. She did friggin' amazing. I mean, all her costume changes. And one thing that I really enjoy doing when we go to these courts is getting to know my brothers and sisters who are part of the court and why they got involved and so forth. Uh, and, and, you know, is it for a crown? Is it for the community? Is it for all the above like what is it because let's let's be real right it's about both like some people do it for one some people do it for other some people have been trying for years and years and years and you know (laughs) i know some of those people they're in my court yes (laughs) 
and then and then all of a sudden you're there, right? And so uh, so this, you know, I got a chance to talk with her, but not only her, actually her parents were there at the uh, coronation, so it was pr- quite an honor. And they were those typical Texans. I'm, I mean, the dad had his cowboy hat and boots, and you know, and the mom was there, pretty old mom standing but standing by her man, and it was great. And when I found out that they were Jadis's parents, it was great because. They were so supportive of her. They were just like, we love Jadis. We love what he does. And we love what he does for the community. And I was just like, wow. Wow. Because not many of us get that opportunity where our parents do, you know, um, support our our different things that we do in the community and so forth. Especially from areas like that. You know? Oh, yeah. yeah. Real talk. Yeah. Namoka, you, um, do you ha- have you had any experiences like that? I mean, coming out in your drag? Kind and- of, yeah. I mean... So I, I come from a pretty, like, close-knit Filipino family, like, super Catholic, super, super, like, this is the way things are, and your name, like, reflects, like, everything that you do. Um, and I had an event where I had to, like, rush to get in drag, and I was at my grandparents' house, um, and I tried to sneak out, and as soon as they heard the, like, the front door alarm, they're like, oh, wait, 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 Derek, before you leave, before you leave, can you come here and fix my computer? Oh. And I'm like... Whoa, okay, okay. I step into the kitchen and I'm wearing literally like a G-string and a corset and teased out to the gods blue hair. (laughs) My grandfather looks at me, just starts laughing like, "Ah, anyway, Derek, fix this before you leave. (laughs) I'm like, oh, okay. Fixed his computer and then, like, went off. <laughs> wow. Now, did you have your nails on already by then? Absolutely. Oh, wow. Absolutely. I don't leave the house undone. <laughs> and I can, I can tell. I can see it right now. <laughs> yes, yeah, so it was great. It's great to have parent support. In fact, when I was in Austin, I got a chance to drive down to San Antonio and, and spend time with my family. My, my dad was out, but my mom was there. We then had lunch with her and my niece. My niece nice. is getting ready to go to start college. And it's really great because... You see a lot of, of individuals in the Latino community out in in southern part of Texas or even central part of Texas where the first thing we do is it's about popping out kids like in, in middle school or even high school and you know we I grew up with all of that and I'm fortunately enough I never ended up pregnant. <laughs> but I mean, my, I'm sure you tried. Right? I did. I tried. I, I tried and I tried. Uh, I mean, I did actually want, I had a, a one scare. I had, I had girlfriends in, in high school and, and, and elementary school and middle school, I guess, for that. But I did one, one girl. Like I, she kind of did it, I personally think, just to see what I would do. But she was like, I skipped, and I was like, Oh my God, this can't happen to me! I'm the oldest of my my ki- you know my brothers and sisters, and what the hell are my parents gonna do? I should have wrapped it. I didn't. Like why? And and then yeah, she wasn't pregnant, but it was it was it was that scary moment. Well, I'm very fortunate and proud that I have two nieces who have you know avoided the stereotypes of Latina women and are now attending college. They'll be attending their first semester this fall. One of them at the University. Of of Houston and Victoria, and the other one at one of my alma maters. Shout out to Palo Alto College. <laughs> now it's uh, part of the uh, Texas A&M University circuit. But yeah, so these women are going to be um, empowering others, and they're taking that next step. You know, they've avoided that uh, that downfall that some people get into. And I say downfall in a sense that they start their lives or their you know their their children so early that they don't get to start their own life. And I'm very fortunate and proud that that. They've not, they've opted not to take that chance or take that take those risks. 
Definitely. That's great for them. That's great to hear. Yeah, I think it's. I think it might be also because they might have badass fathers that uh, <laughs> we're going to be like, if you bring any boys home. Of course, I was like, girls, let's talk. You know, let me tell you about contraceptives, and <laughs> you guys got to protect yourself. Wrap it. Don't don't trust it. So, yeah. So it was really good coming down there. I got a chance to see my mother, and she was really amazing. She. Um, yeah, we were just we had a chance to talk talk to each other. She was like, uh, "Son, it's been ten years, and you said you were gonna be away for three years, so you're kind of lying to your mother." I'm like, "Well, I'm not really lying, Mom. What I thought I was gonna be back, but I really love San Francisco, and plus, Mom, yeah. I'm the emperor. I mean, come on, yeah. <laughs> I have to be here. <laughs> I have to be here. It's not a bad thing. I just think like, we're royalty now, yeah. <laughs> Correct. No. Or oops, sorry. In in the uh, in the imperial world, we're imperial. Sorry." <laughs> Well, it's, a, it's a San Francisco thing, right? <laughs> but yeah, it's it was really fun. We oh my god, having having um, Tex-Mex food again. Oh, mm-hmm. uh, love, love, loved it. And then uh, and then just going around, it was so hot. Everything was just like blistering hot. I went for a run early, and I'm like, all right, I'm gonna beat the heat. By the time I got to mile two, I was like, what am I doing? I have to run two miles back into this shit. So, yeah, so it was pretty crazy, but fun, fun, fun. And then went back to Austin. Saw a lot of my other brothers and sisters out there. So, shout out to Matt and Diana of Las Vegas. Love you guys. And uh, Tracy from Empress Tracy out of Fort Worth. And um, who else? I mean, just tons. Oh, Sal Squared is in the house. That's right. You, uh, as Emperor Sal Salvador from San Antonio. So this is the first time two Salvadors were ever in the court system. Wow. I'm like, history is made. And apparently I was drunken up on Saturday, on Friday night to be telling everybody, hey, do you know this is the only time that there's ever been two Salvadors out there? They're like, um, yes, you keep telling us. <laughs> but no, Austin was really great. Yeah, it was fun. We, the Texas courts are really, really amazing. I mean, talk about regal. Talk about rules. I mean, they got it down. Like, I was doing stuff and, you know, hanging out. And they were like, um, you might want to hide your medal. Not that I was doing anything bad. I mean, of course, I would never do anything bad. But they they just watch these things. Like, when you're flirting with somebody, if you're taking shots or if you're whatever it's just like always hide that metal you know it's like oh okay so yeah and uh oh uh sugar bee empress sugar bee out there from new york she was there as well selling her fabulous jewelry and uh and participating in this it's so great when you see your different brothers and sisters from the different realms and we get to uh, talk and discuss about different things uh topher was there manny sexton was there as well so yeah it was pretty pretty amazing out there so yeah we had a fun time and oh yeah remind me later on i'm going to talk to you guys about pups like pups are like this this big thing there's like quite a bit yeah, I, I've, I've, I saw them here in San Francisco, and then as I start going to more and more with the different courts, I start learning more about the pup community. And so, yeah, maybe we'll talk a little bit about that later on as, as we start um, going and, and dissecting more things within, the, within our show here. But uh, we're going to go ahead and take a quick music break, and then when we, we come back, we'll hear from Mike Evans from the Imperial News, and we'll also discuss some latest and greatest events that are happening here in the Stro. Again, this is House of Pride Radio, brought to you in San Francisco by Sparky's Fun and Joy. You dream it, we create it, we blow it. Again, 
Salvador Tovar, your host, with your co-host, Mocha Fafulate. I have another co-host here, Walter's in the house, and someone else just came in, another, yet another one of my princes, Corey Vaughn, is now in the house. We'll be back to you live shortly. We are back live with House of Pride Radio, brought to you by Sparky's Fun and Joy, with your host with the most, 
Salvador Bull, the reigning emperor of San Francisco. And I'm also with my co-host here. Let's give it a mocha fapilate. Hi. Yeah. We got Walter in the house. Yes, sir. My prince here. Historian. And then my lovely, last but certainly not least, Corey Vaughn, my other prince here. How are you doing, Corey? I'm doing great. Thank you. Yeah. How was the, you said your traffic was pretty bad? Traffic was horrendous. Uh, Muni was delayed. It was crazy. I actually think it was all the men and the boys that were after you, but... Uh, I think you're probably mistaken. However, <laughs> I'll make a note of it. Great, great, great. Well, Mocha, so tell us a little bit about yourself. I know this is when your first time actually on the show. It is, yeah. Um, and, then we, and then we had a fabulous time meeting you, one of the events that we had. So yeah, so let the viewers know about you and, and your history with the court in San Francisco, mm -hmm. whatever you want us to know. You know, bra size, shoe size, you know. <laughs> um, well, you know, um, obviously my name is Mocha. Um, I've been doing drag for about seven years now. Um, I've really only been involved with the court system for like, I don't know, when did my reign start? February? Um, I'm the reigning queen of diamonds for Alameda Ducal. Um, so, I don't know, like, the court system's been kind of like a, a weird experience for me. Like, coming as a bar queen, somebody who only ever takes paid gigs. Um, but I, I decided that, you know, I needed to do something for the community and like, Personally, I'm more involved with like kind of with the alternative scene. Like I, I throw a golf party in the East Bay, so like I found that a lot of the court events don't really cater to people like you know who don't fit that regal, pristine, like you know beautiful mold of like what a court's you know queen is. So I wanted to give to my fellow freaks and you know be a sounding board and fellow freaks out in the house <laughs> <laughs> um you know for some reason cranberry loved me and um now i'm a reigning queen so it's fun great great and, and that's what's the beauty of it i mean you're the youth you're the you're the next generation of what's going to be part of the court and i think for me personally one of my biggest things is about embracing our diversity so long it's been oh the rules have been this and it's always been you know this way and it's the only way well no it's not the only way and so many times people said oh only straight people can get married or heterosexual people can get married well hello times have changed now there's you know gay couples that are being able to get married so right. I love the fact that you're out there I love your 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 um, <laughs> entertainment value going out there dropping on your knees girl I was like well wow. there's still a bruise there actually <laughs> <laughs> yeah on, on that edge floor there that's now, mad. <laughs> now tell us, you, you mentioned sometimes you perform out in the East Bay. Where, yes. where do you perform um, at? So I host a party every fourth Sunday at the White Horse Bar. Um, that is the oldest operating gay bar in the country. Um, every fourth Sunday, I host Ethereal Dollhouse. So it's the hottest goth creep show um, in the East Bay. <laughs> awesome, awesome. And then, and um, are you, have you you've done stuff with Cruz and Delu too? I or? have, I have. I used to work with her at Follies and Dollies. Um, so I don't know if you guys know Samora Valentino Divine, but she hosts that party also at the White Horse on the second and fourth Wednesdays of the month. Um, so that's where I met Cruzen, and okay. then we kind of like established a friendship um, just 
by being around each other so much. And she has her party here, um, I think Fridays, right? Uh, yep. Balançois. Balançois, yeah. Um, I've never worked with her there, but I keep running into her at events in the Castro. Got it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she's been pretty amazing. She's, um, I, I really enjoy her her energy. So shout out to you, Cruz and Delu, and her and her ability to bring queens out that um, that want to perform and want to entertain. Mm-hmm. That they don't need to be in a pageant. They don't need to be. You know, all regal. It's just about their choice to want to entertain, the entertainment value. So I thought that was pretty cool. That's that's kind of actually how I got my start in San Francisco. Like, Lindsay Slohans is probably, like, I would say my absolute best friend. Um, I've known her since I moved to the city. I moved here in 2007. Okay. Um, and she was the first queen ever to book me. Like, and I would go out and, like, you know, play and drag. But, like, she was the first one to ever look at me and be like, hey, I think you have something. Can I pay you to be at a party? Sweet. And to this day, like, I'm still working with her. Like, I just did a show with her last weekend. And then next month um, is her birthday, which is one day before mine. So, you know, a little Virgo party. (laughs) Um, So every second Saturday is hella tight, and I'm usually there with her. Well, hella tight virgins slash Virgos are in the house right now. (laughs) Well, keeping it as tight as possible. (laughs) Yeah, so, um, so Corey, so tell us, like, uh, a little bit about, I mean, you, you and I haven't seen each other in a while, you've been really busy traveling, you guys went on a glamping trip, yeah. Well, we did, we went to um, the Yuba River, and uh, actually stayed in Nevada City, which is at the foot of the Sierras, and kind of where the uh, whole gold mining and uh, gold rush kind of started and, and happened, and um, met a fun, fun, fun uh Server of 33 years at the um, mine shaft. Her name is Fran. She's gonna be coming to the city soon and hanging out with us. But sweet, uh, great, great bartender and had a good time and a lot of fun. So a couple weeks ago. Very nice, very nice. Walter, did you have fun out there? Yeah, it was a really good time. And Fran, yeah, she had been bartending for what almost 40 years. Yeah, 39 years. Yeah. 39 years. And yeah, we stayed at the the in town campground which was uh, amazing. It had just opened July 1st, so it was uh, really nice. It's like brand new, everything. They're gonna put a pool in soon. You know, you, you don't just need motorhomes here. They have these yeah. amazing tents with uh, furniture and beds in yeah, them. and like they yurts, wow. and they call that glamping. I thought what we did Community kitchens and refrigerators, <laughs> and um, be a great place to throw a bonfire party. Yeah. Hmm, so that's interesting. Yeah, unfortunately, I well, I had to stay in town. We had our introduction of our candidates over the Golden Gate. In fact, to, tonight we are having the the Golden Gate Games hosted at the Lookout tonight from 7 to 9. So after this radio show, you San Franciscans who are still here, and, or East Bayers or West Bayers or whatever bay you're, that you're from, come on by to the Lookout where you will see and meet, greet and meet some of the contestants who are trying to win the title for 2016 of Mr. and Miss Gay. So we have quite a bit of candidates that are out there. They're selling raffle tickets. The raffle tickets are $5. And the first prize is a week-long vacation out in Puerto Vallarta. And it's hosted, it was given a, a donation. Um, oh my gosh, I forgot his name. Um, Lucius. Yeah, Lucius. So shout out to Lucius. Lucius has been supporting our community like tremendously. So yeah, I really, really appreciate it. Admire that man. In fact, I met him for the first time in Puerto Vallarta when I was just down visiting. So it was kind of cool. Lucius Conrad. 
Yeah, so he's an amazing, amazing guy. Oh my God, he has stories to tell. Yeah. <laughs> the other, and then we also have a, a two nights at the Art um, Three. That's another donation that we have out there. So a shout out to Paul. Um, he, they were. Oh my God, we. That's another story for us to have. <laughs> the Adventures of Art Three. Well, I know a lot of girls just got back from a summer camp. Yes. So. There are tons of stories to be told. Oh, yes. Yeah. <laughs> what Lazy Bear just happened. We talked about that. And my friend Mike Evans, Mr. Imperial News, if you're going to call, you got to call soon. <laughs> <laughs> he was out there talking about his, his product that he's out there with. And then, uh, and then actually this next week coming up, too, I believe that uh, they are hosting another drag show out there. Khmer Rouge is going to be performing. That's my mama, Absolute Empress 50 of San Francisco. We also have Jezebel's going to be out there and several other queens. And, and I just saw a little posting that they'll be going sure. on. So yeah. something kind of fun over there. Yeah. But um, to a serious note, though. So, yeah, um, Corey, so I saw a posting of yours earlier. And I think it was actually yesterday, as a matter of fact, while I was coming in. And it was quite disturbing to know that... Um, that violence still happens here in, in, in our bubble, in our city here of San Francisco. And I was talking to a lot of people out from Texas and they were like, you know, they loved us, they look up to us because of the fact that we can live free here and we can hold hands and we can not worry throughout the majority part of the city, you know, to what we can be ourselves. And yet I come back to a posting that you had of a gay bashing that occurred to one of our beloved friends that, and, and it was just, it was like, wow, you know what, you, when you think you, you live in a bubble, right in the heart of it, you know, some, some you know, asshole comes out and, and does something really bad and hateful to that. You want to tell us a little bit about it? Absolutely. You know, um, I used to get up about 4.45 in the morning and kind of get things ready for the day and turn on the Channel 7 News and... Um, the ABC spot was running, and all of a sudden I saw a picture of uh, Thomas, and uh, his name is Thomas Castellani, and you'd recognize him because he's the big, handsome guy that stands outside of Badlands all the time. He's grown his hair out a little longer lately, but he's uh, the doorman, he works there, and uh, security, basically, and he looks after us, keeps us safe, and, you know, lets us know when we've put on a little too much, or... <laughs> You know, things got out of control, he takes care of it, but, you know, manages the line, always reminds you, hey, put your phones in your front pocket. Yeah. Super nice guy, always has a big smile for you. So I saw a picture of his face, and then next to it, I saw a picture of a mutilated face. And I couldn't figure out what happened, and they said that um, the police are still investigating, but uh, essentially a um, you know, person that was uh, had gone to a cafe and okay. had gone to karaoke and had left cafe, it was early Thursday morning after his shift, you know, he was uh, gone there afterwards to sing a little bit, and got down on uh, Hartford and 17th. Wow. And uh, the only thing they can guess is that they smashed his face with his bicycle helmet, they're guessing. Oh. Hmm. Uh, through numerous surgeries and emergency surgeries, they were able to attach his jawbone back to his, his skull, essentially. So I immediately was texting him this morning, back and forth, how's it doing, and he said, I'm eating soft food, but it's as positive as hell. And, um, you know, he, he doesn't know, he has no recollection, but he thinks it could have possibly been as a result of something they had to take out of the bar at Badlands, but it's unknown. So the police right now are questioning that he spent quite a bit of time yesterday, you know, 
questioned by the police, trying to figure things out. It's all over the news. Yeah. Uh, one thing that has happened, though, is that his sister has put out a GoFundMe page for Tommy. Okay. And um, you go to my Facebook, Corey Vaughn, V-A-U-G-H-A-N, and I've got the, the posting there. But um, it's been shared about 300, 400 times now. Okay. And, um, you know, those, are, those, those bills will be tens of thousands of dollars. But the problem is, is that, you know, he doesn't have the ability to work right now and it doesn't pay his rent so we're trying to help him out a little bit he's helped us out for years so yeah it's a pretty pretty solemn morning it was pretty sad yeah so again there's a gofundme account there and uh, you can find it out at cory vaughn's uh, facebook site actually i'll be posting it out on mine too on facebook at saltovar and and the community is going to come together and we're going to help him out definitely because this is something that again you don't think about it happening here in the bubble but yet I mean, in the heart of it, right there at 17th right. and 18th in Hartford. We, we all walk there all the yeah. time. It seems like the safest spot, you know, you would think. Muni is right there turning, you know, the, the square. Yeah, and that's a lot of places. I mean, we've got a lot of homeless um, kids there that are, I mean, we're, a lot, we're friendly. Like, we don't throw anybody out from there, right? We try to help them out. They, yeah, they might be... Um, they might not fit into the community there, but you know what? The, the, the Castro has been a place, a safe haven for many of the LGBT community whose families have kicked them out. And so their only place is, is within the city and they start you know, going there and trying to find shelter. There's a lot of different nonprofit organizations out there that are helping these children uh, and, and or kids you know, who, whose parents just kick them out and they have no place else to go. So they come here to, to, um, to use the services that we have and the resources to help them find a family. In fact, uh, Corey, there was something with homeless. I know you and I were talking throughout my reign that you did, and, and you kind of feel proud every time you see these things going on. Yeah, we've had uh, associations with the homeless before where we, um, everybody's tried to take one of them home. We've tried to help bathe them or clothe them and feed them and so forth. And uh, many of them have psychological problems. Many of them have problems that far exceed what we can offer as a non-professional. So really the safest and best place for them are in these these centers that um, actually have counseling, they have services, they have things they need. We could never understand why the homeless wouldn't enter the shelters and basically is because they were not allowed to take their carts, their shopping carts in, their baby carriages or different things that had all their belongings left to them. So after some negotiation and talking to the shelters, it was like, what what could we do get more people out the street, get them in the shelters. Because, you know, you go in the shelter at a certain time, and you have to be in there by a certain time at nighttime, and then you're pushed out in the morning. You're, you just can't stay there. You have to be out. And, you know, then they come back in at nighttime. So the charities, we started buying rollerboards. We started buying suitcases with wheels on them. So many, many times now you'll see the, the homeless around town that have a rollerboard, and you think, my God, are they going on a trip? No, they're just able to put their rollerboard under their cot at nighttime and actually get a night's sleep and go inside. And so, you know, and, and then it's, it's just an idea for people, you know, your older suitcases that you might have, that you might think they aren't, drop them off, you know, let, let a homeless person have these things, they can put their things in them, so. Wow, that's pretty amazing to, to do that. And, to, and so when you see them out there with, these, with, with, the, with their traveling suitcases and so forth, know that someone's donated that, that to them and, and why now that they have those rolling carts there for, um, for the things that they need so they can enter the homeless shelters and stuff. Well, 
Talking about families, you know, we, we, we're in that, that subject there. Uh, as, a, as a member of Cheer San Francisco, one of the things that I've enjoyed with that group is that we create a family. In the imperial court system, that's also considered like a family to where you have the ability to work with these individuals and, and they just become part of your life. Like they, you reign with certain people, you have your prince and princess and different court members, and then you continually develop them to eventually become emperors and empresses or, or grand dukes and duchesses of, of the community. And I think it's really interesting to have that family value. I had heard a story and about a friend of mine who I hadn't seen, like probably, it was probably about a year and a half. And then all of a sudden he's come back and I'm like, what happened? He's like, yeah, I got lost in the drugs. Like I, I, I was dating somebody, went into meth and it was just crazy. It was just this, this you know, this thing that it just developed, it just took my life. He says, and I was embarrassed to tell my friends so I would stay in my room. You know, I tried to hide it from myself, and that's why I secluded myself from anybody else. I didn't want anybody to know. But the fact that there was groups like CHRSF or like the imperial court system that he felt like that was a family, that that was the part that got him out of it and said, you know what, I want to go back to my family. And he's no longer with his boyfriend, but the, th the big thing there was that that he had a family to go to. His boyfriend didn't. He had to go to his true family and then actually con confess about what was going on. But my friend here was able to come to us and be like, hey, I think you guys got me out of this. Like in my mind, I finally said, hey, I'm going to come out of this, you know, and, and, and with, you know, and yeah, I was gone. I was just completely gone for about a year and a half. And it, it messed my life up for that long. But I want my friends and family back. So it's cool to be part of these organizations. And I think that's one of the reasons I enjoy being a part of such organizations as Chair San Francisco or as the Imperial Court or anything about giving back. It's because we create these families, we create these safe havens for newbies to come in. I mean, I came in here 10 years ago and I was in Chair SF and that's been my family for the last 10 going on 11 years. And now with the Imperial Court system being my third year as part of the, the organization, I, my goal there is to welcome new youth, welcome the new you know, people who are coming in with diverse backgrounds, with diverse scenes of, of what they want to bring and portray within the community and just be a beacon for them and let them showcase their, their sides. You know, also too, uh, Salvador, when, um, you know, a lot, of the, a lot of the folks that have alcohol issues or drug issues, um, sometimes have to hit rock bottom and many times they hit rock bottom after their partners or significant others leave them or their families disown them or they're on the streets. And they have to be removed from the situation to sort of refresh and so forth. And, you know, a lot of charity work is a lot of fun and it does great things. But there are some of those folks who can't go back into situations like that because of the, you know, we do a lot of stuff at the bars. We do a lot of stuff uh, that uh, it's around the tempting things that they do. But I've, I've been very impressed with the Castro Country Club and a couple of my friends have gone through sobriety now that they, they have so many things to do outside of the bars and drinking and, and their charities and so forth. So, you know, it, it's good that there are so many resources that you have in the Castro to, to seek those things out. You know, we did that walk through Magnet mm -hmm. and I was amazed at, you know, the, the 30 or 40 tables there are just organizations for any type of thing that you could think of, there was actually some type of support mechanism Correct. or funding available or somebody there. 
Uh, by the way, I, I, I just I looked up uh, Tommy's um, GoFundMe account. It's called Tommy's Recovery. Okay, Tommy's Recovery page. And so you can just look that up, San Francisco, and um, you know donate if you'd like to. Yeah, so viewers out there, if you are interested in helping one of our friends out there from the community who just recently has been on the news but being gay bashed here in San, in San Francisco, in the heart, in, in the Castro itself, please go out there and donate to his GoFundMe account. Tommy's Recovery Fund. Tommy's, Tommy's Recovery Fund. Fund. If you go to the GoFundMe, it's Tommy's Recovery Fund. So with that, we're going to go ahead and take a quick break. We're going to bring you music by Years and Years, Take Shelter. And when you take shelter, just remember that you have friends and family out there that are here to support you. There's, there's many methods in which you can make some calls. There's uh, plenty of, of support here locally within San Francisco and out of San Francisco that if you just need someone to talk to, if you're down and out and depressed and thinking of some things not to do to yourself or to do to yourself, then you know, reach out because the love conquers all with everything that's Correct. out there. So, yes, again, we are House of Pride Radio, brought to you with your host today, Salvador Abel, the Emperor of San Francisco, and my co-host. I've got Walter here in the house, Corey, and, of course, Mocha Fapilate. We will be back here at House of Pride Radio.
back at House of Pride Radio, again brought to you by Sparky's Fun and Joy, where you dream it, we create it, we blow it. Located at 115 Clement Street, we are a gay, locally owned party supply store in the San Francisco and in the heart of the inner Richmond community out there. So again, if you need any party supply toys uh, or party supplies, I guess it's, maybe those are, the, those are that's another store. Also, it's not till next month. Well, we do, I guess we have some, I can make something out of balloons or something for you. So that's kind of toys. And um, then, and we also, <laughs> I love it. We also have party supplies for kids. And we also do quite a bit of really elaborate balloon decor. So again, you dream it. We create it. We blow it. This is Salvador Tovar, your host here at House of Pride Radio with my co-host today, Walter Mocha Fapilate. And my other prince, we have Corey Vaughn. Yeah. <laughs> now, Mike Evans, are you there? I am indeed, yes. Yeah, so this is let's give it up for Mike Evans. Good evening, I'm Michael Evans. Crowds of faggots line Santa Monica Boulevard in West Hollywood today to mourn the passing of Christina Aguilera and Gwen Stefani from the popular so-called talent show, The Voice. Both of the 90s husbands were last seen storming out of the producer's office, shouting, fuck this bullshit, I'm sick of popping pussy in my 40s on some two-bit shitty program and acting surprised when some ugly bitch can sing. <laughs> Two new nearly husbands, Miley Cyrus and Alicia Keys, are set to replace the aging divas. The Santa Monica Boulevard crowd, numbering in the thousands, were heard chanting, gonna get naughty, and I ain't no hollaback girl. 
police were eventually called to break up the gaggle of fags when several drag queens began lip-sync fighting, resulting in thousands of dollar bills littering the streets thrown by onlookers screaming, yas. In a separate incident, three county sheriffs are wondering what the fuck I am doing as they arrest a meth head sitting 10 feet away from me in the parking lot of a bougie restaurant. This is Michael Evans reporting live from West Hollywood for the Imperial News. Yes, Mike. Yes, Queen. Hey, I'm screaming. <laughs> yes. How y'all doing, girls? Doing great there. So shout out to the SoCal girls in the house. Uh, I know, I know. Tell us about it. Um, <laughs> well, you're ready to click those heels, aren't you? I am so ready to click those heels and get out of here. <laughs> I've got all the heels. I've been clicking my Cuban heels. I've been clicking my lizard skin leather boot heels. Like, I'm just, I'm, I'm done. I'm so done. I came down here to get my stuff together and officially say bye-bye, L.A., and come on up to San Francisco, because I've basically been living there for the past, like, four months. And it's just been, this week in particular has been really tough. Being adult, it's so boring. Like, so boring. I haven't really like had to do much for myself until I came to America because I've just I've had my mom do it or my nan do it, and I'm like, eh, if I leave it long enough, it will get done by somebody else. Here, I'm like, oh, I actually have to pay those SFMTA fines, otherwise I'm going to have to go to court, and like, oh, I've got to do like the registration on my car, and I have to sort out my storage. I'm like, I'm done. I am so done. I am dundedly done. Well, so get me. your ass back up here to the Bay Area. I drag my fat ass <laughs> all the way up the five, which apparently is on fire. I've just read that on the BBC News. So it's absolute. The San Gabriel Mountains are basically on fire. That's what I heard too. Yes, I saw that. Like I don't. I, I think that means that I'm going to have to haul ass up the 101. And if that's the case, oh, I'm going to be pissed. Because the 101 is long. It is. Well, shit, we've got, we've got these fires burning over here. We've mm-hmm. got the floods out in Louisiana and Texas. Right. Oh, my gosh. It's the like world's going to end. Right. It's the apocalypse. <laughs> <laughs> Probably time to watch Book of Mormon again. Oh, oh. yes. Book of Mormon. Let's watch it again. Here we go. Oh, my God. <laughs> Right. The what musical version, the, of course, right? Four horsemen of the apocalypse. I can't remember. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's like, right. There's all these big. I'm sure that that's going to be next year's like big movies that are coming out again. Another, yet again, another year of apocalypse type movies. Right. <laughs> yeah. So, Mike, one, um, so like, when you get up here, tell us, like, you, um, you're going to be working on your project there, your new company. Yeah, absolutely. So last week we were discussing it, and I said hopefully by this week I'd actually have the website up. And if not, it's as a result of booze and dick. The bitch does not have her fucking website ready yet. No, I'm such a stupid, a stupid bitch. (laughs) Uh, Although this week my excuse is nothing to do with booze and dick, because quite frankly, L.A. is shit for that. Really shit. So it's because I am A, lazy, and B, have been sorting my life out down here. Just a combination of those things. Well, Mike, I just want you to know that I've been socializing you out in the Texas court. So there is an event out there. It's the IBR, the International Bear Rendezvous. Woo! 
Yes, yeah, probably, yes, queen, yes. yes queen. <laughs> <laughs> See what you did to me? Uh, oh, although I told you, I think I did tell you that I did meet someone who said that you stole that thing from them. So, hmm, that, maybe that's that's on okay. next week's show. We'll reveal that that, that mystery there, that secret person. Oh. Do I need to get my uh, my smorgasbord of shivs out? Because I just need to cut. Is that what? Is that what it is? Call the queen, darling. Call the queen. Right. <laughs> Please, bitch. See you in court. <laughs> but yeah, so I was I was talking to people about your product, and and you know what? I think it's going to be a hit. I think we're Mike is on to an amazing, amazing line of clothing for the bear community, leather community, for just. Anybody who wants to have this sensual side of them be revealed. I, think it's, I don't think it's like specific communities. I think it's more about individual identity, really. You Love know, that. It's not something that. I'm not trying to go out of my way and go, this is something for the leather community or the bear community or the community or whatever the fuck it is, community you want to be part of. <laughs> it's more a case of just like, this is me and, and here's my skin, please touch it, <laughs> basically, without being too much of a hope. It's kind Boy, of like... A That's... little winky majig to like, hi, I'm a slut. When you want me to be. So they're not double zeros, they're double X's. Yes, they are. (laughs) Yes. And it's really cool because their clothing's revealing. So, like, uh, Mike had one and he had a bear paw when I met him. And through the bear paw, like, it had the the outlining. It's it's leatherly, leather lined with Mm -hmm. the rivets on there. And then, Mike, I think you said there is 12 different colors. Yeah, 12 different garment colors for now. There will be more. Um, two different styles, hoodies and tees for now. Again, there will be more. Um, yeah, and then yeah, and so in talking with Mike, I was, well. and when I was just like, hey, I'm like, do you know who you're talking to? I am the Unicorn Emperor. He says, <laughs> I will have something for you tomorrow. <laughs> and lo and behold, there starts the relationship of Mike Evans and Emperor Salvadorable. <laughs> Salvadorable. And he actually has a princess of wear. Yeah, they have the same ring to it. Yes, <laughs> yes, queen, queen. yes emperor. <laughs> and a very tall prince. Yeah, so we've got big, tall, and beautiful, you know, Ooh, all wow. around. Big, tall. <laughs> <laughs> That's what we Shake like. That weave, girl. Shake that <laughs> <laughs> Is he slightly thick as well? Because I'm, uh, I don't know whether my mic is any good or not, but you can probably tell I'm not in the studio. Oh, I'm also in Southern California, to be fair. We've already covered that, yeah. Next, oh, we next love week, you, Mike. I need to haul my ass up to the studio. I need to stop tricking on that night, <laughs> and I will come down at 6 o'clock. Well, I did next. just come back from Texas, and they were playing all these country songs about, I got a drinking problem, and he's always on my mind. <laughs> <laughs> Coincidence or fate? Michael Evans will report to us back on the Imperial right, News. Yeah. <laughs> we'll do a special report on booze and dick. <laughs> booze and dick, that's right. <laughs> I really feel like you're just talking about my life right now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, maybe we should do a totally epic, cool episode of just about booze and dick. <laughs> right. We can start it now. Hey, we still got, we still got plenty right. of time. Hang on, this is every, every week. Just and I dress for video feed. <laughs> <laughs> So, Mike, any last words there from SoCal before you head on up here? Fuck this shit. I'm on my way. Great. (laughs) (laughs) Well, listen, Mike, you have a great time down there. Drive up safely and uh, stay away from the fires. Don't inhale. 
and we will see you this weekend. Pardon? What was that, love? Sorry? Uh, what's that? I was just saying, hopefully I retain my title as Flames and don't actually literally become Flames. Yeah. It was a really, it was a poor joke, okay? Uh, Sorry, you have a, you you gave me dead silence here. We were all like, should we clap? Should we not clap? (laughs) I think it's the seventh second delay. Do not reward mediocrity, okay? (laughs) (laughs) Look behind you, Mike. Look behind you. SoCal's near. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, Queen. Mike Evans, so tell us how we can get a hold of you. Oh. You are, oh, I see. Now you want to know. I thought you were pushing me <laughs> off the phone. I was going to be like, no, no, I'm going first. Um, how you can get a hold of me? Well, generally speaking, if you grab my ass and buy me a drink, I'm yours for the night. <laughs> I just friend requested you, so we're, we're best friends now. <laughs> oh, oh, my God. Corey. <laughs> Confirmed. Okay. Uh, how you can get a hold of me? You can um, send me a pigeon. If you just ask the pigeon to go to the nearest... British bitch with an ass like Beyonce. It will find me and it will sit on my ass shelf. BBWA. Um, you can find British me bitch with an ass. under Mike Evans. Um, or you can grab me on my website, which is Quantible, spelled Q U A N T Y B U L dot com. Great, Michael. Thank you so much for that in that great, great Imperial newscast that you gave us. And we look, we look forward to next week where uh, reporting back now from San Francisco and maybe having you live here in the, in the studio. Oh, wouldn't that be nice? That would be great. <laughs> All right, Queen, be safe. And uh, can't wait to give you a big hugs and kisses when you come here. Aww. <laughs> See you soon, ladies. All right, take care. Cheers. Bye. Bye. <laughs> Oh, Mike Evans, what a guy. He's so amazing. I mean, he made us all laugh here. That's when I first met him, too. He's making us laugh. And, yeah, just a, just a bowl full of energy. Big old and ginger. Yes. <laughs> there seems to be a pattern, huh? <laughs> Big old ginger. <laughs> yeah, so um, anything coming up this weekend? What, what do you guys have planned? Well, there is a um, bear float down the uh, American River starting at River Rats there in Fair Oaks, and uh, Rich Maxwell's hosting that, so that should be fun. Need to be at the parking lot at 9.30 at River Rats, be counted in. And then a uh, group will be staying on in Sacramento to um, hit some of the uh, local attractions there, Faces and the Volt and the Warehouse and the Scoop and the Trim. Sweet, yeah. So a lot of the, and then um, so that so talking about booze and dick. I mean, <laughs> your weekend's going to be quite full. <laughs> and then uh, Friday night at the Lone Star is Bruce Jennison's fiftieth birthday. Sweet. And, uh, so, Shout out to Bruce, yeah. our favorite bartender. Our favorite bartender. Oh my God. Probably he, the best looking one, or one of the best looking ones. Yeah, CrossFit. Now you want to talk about what, needing to do CrossFit or why you should do CrossFit? You you got to go down there to the Lone Star and, and see what CrossFit does to you. Oh my God, hottie! And you, in fact, his husband Kelly too looks great. They've um, been doing great. So anyway, that's uh, Friday night, and of course Sunday's the Sabbath, and time for cocktails, brunch, and booze eagle and, at three. More booze and dick. <laughs> more booze and dick. <laughs> in that order, booze and dick, booze and dick. <laughs> that must cycle. Yeah. <laughs> Mocha, what's going on with you this weekend? I- 
I actually have to be a good girl this weekend. I have to perform my wifely duties. Okay. Um, my boyfriend's eight-year-old brother is in town from Portland. Oh. So I'm taking the weekend off to, like, show him around the city and, like, you know, be a good girlfriend. It's weird. I'm like... I'm not child-friendly, I'm barely even adult-friendly, and you want me to take an eight-year-old around the city. <laughs> Dear God, I need a cocktail right now. <laughs> <laughs> Started now. Yet again, booze and dick. <laughs> yeah. Well, <a> tucked. <laughs> well, I mean, for now. <laughs> for now. <laughs> um, but no, I will be actually, tomorrow night, I'm going to be in face at Beta Brand... Um, for a alumni party. Oh, sweet. Uh, we've invited all of our past designers and anybody who's ever like been involved with the company to come in and uh, party with us and drink with us and probably take me home, you know. Sweet. Booze and dick. <laughs> <laughs> Booze and dick, yet again, it's starting. We said it was going to start next week. It has started now. <laughs> I mean, you have the wrong queen if you don't want it to start. <laughs> <laughs> well, there's plenty of queens, so let's figure out which one you're referring to. <laughs> Walter, what's going on with you this weekend? I'll be going to uh, Bruce's 50th at the Lone Star on Friday night, of course, and joining the Bears on the river float up at the American River. And then Sunday, I'll be uh, yeah, out, you know, carousing, because I have Monday off. Nice. Oh, sweet. So I think Walter, what, what is a bear? You're, you're what, 6'8", and slender and blonde, so what is, what is a bear? Well, as a bear, a bear is a, a larger man, a, a manly man, um, somebody maybe with a little more hair, somebody with a little more girth. But, oh, um, yeah. oh, she said girth. <laughs> yeah. I guess skinny people could be called, considered, a, well, I guess people would consider, if I were hairy, it'd be an otter. But Well, there are a lot of definitions, too. There are too many definitions. There are. Everybody's just embrace who they are and be interested in who they want to be interested in. And so this lifestyle, you can be anything you want to be. That's exactly. correct. Like when I moved to the city, like I felt I couldn't figure out which group I fit in because I wasn't really hairy, so I wasn't a bear. But I wanted to be a muscle guy, but I wasn't that muscular. I mean, you know, it's kind of muscular. And then I wasn't, forget that, I wasn't a twink at all, you know. Screw, I mean, that was out of the, that, I threw that, that twig out somewhere. And I was trying to find an identity. Like, I, my first year, the leather community, the bondage community, the kink, I mean, all of the trying to figure out, like, where my place was with, within the community. And then I said, fuck it, I don't need to fit in a box. I, you know, that's not for me. I'm just going to be yeah. myself. Correct. <laughs> yes. Yeah. I, I can never do that. I tried it. <laughs> well, I mean, I am an Oakland queen. So, <laughs> yes, queen. I mean, it, it just comes with the territory. Like, we're all a little, a little you know, you know. <laughs> uh, by the way, I just got a news alert on my phone. It says, Facebook says, Kevin Lyle is at the age drinking cocktails. <laughs> Should we alert the media? <laughs> That is my paw out there. Let's give it up for Kevin Lyle. He is the Emperor after Norton, number 43. That's right. 43. Hey, Pa. So have Love fun him. out there. He recruited us into the court. Yeah? yeah. Tell us about how that how, how you met Kevin. Um, I, I've known Kevin and um, his buddy for a long time, Mr. Gay. Uh, before that... Um, just throughout the community and stuff? I yeah, mean, and so we, we'd go out a lot and so forth, and always very social, very nice. And um, he came to me one day, and he said, hey, I'm, I'm running for emperor. I'd, 
I'd like you to support me. And I was kind of like, uh, what's the emperor? So the day of the elections, I showed up and he put a shirt on me and I had a bullhorn and, and helped try to get people to vote for him. And then I learned about the court and everything was before we even had titles. We were going to events and so forth and uh, learning and loving the people and, and you know, figuring out how it all operates. And it's just, it's a, it's a lot of fun doing good things for other people. Yeah. I think that's one of the biggest things about the, the lives you, you impact by the, the communities and groups that you're a part of. And I think for me, that's what, that was the draw for the, for the court was the lives that you impact. Yes, there's the, the you know, regalness and the imperial portions of that, but there's the, other, yeah, there's the other side about the community, why yes. Jose did it. You know, Jose was all about the community as, our gay, as a gay Latino male activist. Veteran is up that. Remember, though, he also claimed it as a spoof on the monarch system, you know, so it was always designed to be just a little sideways yeah. or tilted well, or whatever, you know, and, and uh, you know, my, my personal life, I, I, I work in renewables, so I, I try and make the world a better place there by, you know, getting rid of fossil fuels and, and doing that, and then on the other side, when you work for charity work, is so I try to make the world a better place for somebody else, so... It's not, a, it's not a bad, not a bad day. I find, yeah, I find, uh, like Mocha, you're, what you do is so refreshing, <laughs> you know, and like marijuana and just the, I love the Mary. yeah, the selections <laughs> of music and it's just really refreshing. I'm uh, glad. Well, you know, I'm glad it. that taking my clothing off for the children helps. I <laughs> <laughs> <Right. laughs> yet again, booze and dick. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, so um, <clears throat> so this weekend, or this week, I, I think I told you guys last week, we were talking about the Golden Gates, and they're out there selling their raffle tickets out there. We've got four great contestants that are, win, are out there to compete for the Mr. and Miss Golden Gates 2016 titles out there. How you can reach them, a lot of them are out on Facebook, where you can go ahead and find information. You can also go to my Facebook page, at uh, Sal Tovar and find information about these four candidates or you can go to the Imperial Court website and we can go ahead and also um, find out more information. So uh, just one moment, we'll be right back with House of Pride Radio.
Hi, and this is House of Pride Radio with your host, Salvador Bo, the Emperor of San Francisco. I also have my great co-host here, Walter Mocha Frapilate, and my other prince, Corey Vaughn. How are you guys doing? We are well. Yeah, so that's been... I mean, I got I got turned on to this music years and years. Actually, I met this guy yesterday. I was talking about the chord. And Older Queen, he had moved here in the 80s, and he said he went to um, Outside Lands. I was like, girl, can you take your walker out there? I'm like, come on. <laughs> but he was the one that's telling me about years and years. And, I, and so I said, well, screw it. I'm going to go ahead and listen to them. And la- yeah, last night I was watching the Olympics, and then I had them on a headset as well. And I was like jamming out, and an hour later I finished my cardio. <laughs> yeah, so this is actually a great group, years and years. Uh, the song that you were just hearing is Desire there. So hi, who do I have on the line here? Travis Terrell. Hey Travis, how are you? I'm doing good, doing good. How are you doing? I'm doing great. So listeners and, and my co-hosts out here, you might recognize that little twang there. Travis, tell us where you're from. I'm from good old Houston, Texas. Yeah. <laughs> Beer, steers, and queers, all in Texas. Yeah, so viewers and, and uh, audience, like, I met Travis this weekend. He was this great, great pup. And again, we talked about it earlier at the beginning of the show about pups, and we were now just talking about the bear and otters and you know, all these self-identifiers for the LGBT community. But Travis was really amazing. He was uh, he was one of those individuals where, uh, as part of the court of, of Houston, I mean, really regal when it came to the different rules and regulations that we all go through within our court systems and just treated me like, like an emperor and was so amazing. So I wanted to bring him on the show here today. And uh, tra- uh, Travis, you wanted to talk to us about the Houston court and how you got involved? Well... Uh, the Houston Court is just, um, it's amazing because of the Houston Court. I've met so many people around the United States, people from Dallas, from Chicago, Oklahoma, San Francisco, just multiple different people that come from huge differences and backgrounds of life. And it's just been amazing. I joined the court um, at the beginning of January. Uh, whenever I first started going to the bars, um, I was one of those regular 21 year olds i was drinking um partying not really worried about what really goes on in the community um and i started realizing that i had this emptiness inside that i felt like i could do more that there was a better reason for me to be out there instead of just drinking and partying well i had a couple friends that were talking to me about aresis which is the houston court and i was like yeah some stop kind of and whatever and they invited me to a show so i was like okay i'll go to one show i'll see what it's like and i went to the show and i was just blown away um the co-hosts were explaining about what all they did for the community the money that they raised and just going in depth about how much the court does for the community that's pretty awesome there and and you have your your emperor over there is my brother dominique is that correct are you there, Travis? I guess Travis has left the building. 
But again, he was talking about the Imperial Court and uh, his involvement there. So I, I thought it'd be great to bring him on and see that one thing that he represented was the youth portion of of the community. I mean, 22 years old and a pup wow. inst- and already in the court system. So what, what, what one thing, and there are actually many things that the Texas court systems are doing, is they are recruiting from the youth. They are bringing new blood into the system. I think a lot of these other courts are tired of having rain two, three, five times, you know, because other courts do get that privilege of doing that. However, here in San Francisco, you only rain once. And you rain as, as an emperor or an empress. You get uh, three shots at it, too. On your third shot, if you don't get it, then that's it. You might, might as well pack up your bags if you want to be an emperor or an empress and go someplace else. <laughs> just cross the bridge, girl. <laughs> <laughs> exactly, just cross the bridge. <laughs> but yeah, so um, we are hitting the top of the hour here. And, um, you know, any, any last thoughts for you guys or any other things that are going on within the community you want to bring up? Maybe talk about Pokemon. <laughs> so l- actually, let's talk briefly about that. Like Girl. it was, oh my god! Like so many of my brothers were over there. They were like all catching their Pokemon, and as I was talking with them, I'm like, "What level are you?" They're like, "Oh, I'm 17." I was like, "Did you just get to 17?" They're like, "Yeah." I'm like, "Girl, I got there in a week in San Francisco. I guess we have a lot more hotspots over here." <laughs> and everybody instead of showing dick pics or you know like all the guys they've hooked up with, no, they're comparing Pokemon, how many Pokemon they've caught and so forth. I was like, "This is crazy." <laughs> I, I'm over it. <laughs> <laughs> I wish I could download it again, but this is this is a work boat. It's, <laughs> I got busted earlier on that one. <laughs> Everybody in my office, like that's all they're doing. I'm like, um, shouldn't you guys be working? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> no, and then uh, and another friend of mine too. She manages a, a store, and she said, yeah, people out on their breaks because they have a hot spot right in front of them. Mm-hmm. That they're all the all the employees are just out there, and she has to actually go over there and be like, um. Your break's over <laughs> for them to come back in. Like, now, what do you guys think about this? I mean, so it is GPS and virtual world tied together to the real world and, and everybody going out there to catch these Pokemon and get these, uh, these statuses of the levels that they're at. And the, I, mean, what, I mean, people are getting into car accidents. People are walking off cliffs. It's they, ridiculous. Yeah. I mean, like... Granted, like, back in the 90s, I was really into it and, like, you know, played the card game. I was, you know, your traditional, like, nerdy Asian kid. Um, But now I'm, like, you guys realize that, like, when you log in through your Gmail, like, they have access to everything. Like, no. No, thank you. I'm on my phone enough as is. Like, Facebook already (laughs) owns my soul. I don't need Nintendo to own my other soul. Yeah. No, they've been making quite a bit of money. And then so the the company is here. Uh, Oh, Corey, you got something for us. Some statistics are the total money spent by players per day, $1.6 million. Per day? Total money spent by players per year is $1,150,000,000. Total Pokemon Go earned so far, I don't know when this was uh, current, but $211 million for the app makers. So somebody's done something right. They also believe that this game is now going to be worth and valued at $29 billion. Wow. Yeah. That's insane. Wow. 
Well, and then that the, the company, one of the companies that who got the Go portion of it was uh, is here from San Francisco, mm-hmm. and that they could not keep up with the demand. Like it was pretty crazy. Yeah. And then I hear that there's another one coming out. It's the Harry Potter version of of, of Pokemon Go. So it's Harry Potter Go, really? where you're going to be out there looking for. And Which people is, are going to be like amazing. throwing their phones, but they have to like flip their hands. Right. No. Exactly. Like, no, I'm, I'm not throwing my phone because I need to like Wingardium Leviosa. Yes. <laughs> I'm walk through walls and chase. Scrubs. I've seen some people walk walk almost into holes and. I mean, know. I do that already. Yeah. <laughs> but I think that's because of. Dick and booze. <laughs> it might be the booze before the dick, and that's how they got it incorrectly, and as a result, they're walking into walls. Now I have a question about Pokemon because I haven't been playing actually. Um, and I, I, you know, I'm pretty responsible, so I, you know, I, I'm not walking into walls or anything. But do you find your Pokeballs are disappearing on you? Yes, yes. Like I, can't, I had like seventy, and one day, and then the next day I had like three, and I was like, you're out of Pokeballs, like. How that happen? Oh no, no. So that's not ha- happened to me. But I've I've seen my I've seen a decrease in like me finding pokeballs, and it's yeah. more of the um, the lures and all these other stuff. Right. But, but yeah, at the beginning there was a shitload of pokeballs. But no, I haven't found mine disappearing. Yeah, mine are disappearing. No, I think I still have two of them hanging. So uh, <laughs> <laughs> I'm just <laughs> maybe you're tugging them, Walter. You don't realize and you forget in the morning. And I don't think these are blue balls right now. These are the red ones after this weekend. Just kidding. (laughs) I'm just kidding. Maybe there's an update I'm missing. (laughs) Poor Travis, we lost him. I know. We lost you, Travis. If you want to call, let's see. You're saying you're still on hold. Oh, let me take you off hold. (laughs) All right, Travis. Let's try it again. Here we go. (laughs) But... Oh, I just got to wait for him to call back in. But yeah, no, it was like I said, it was a fun weekend. Uh, just a lot of great energy. The pool stayed open till like 4.35. I actually oh, left the pool cute. about like 4.30, but I'm sure there were many other people who stayed longer than that. So it was pretty interesting. Yeah, it was fun. A lot of, a lot of great memories. Yeah. Austin is an amazing place, but this time of year... Hot, hot, like, I can't hot. imagine doing drag in Austin during like the middle of summer. No. Yeah. Well, we had we had actually a sister who was um, who had called it, who was there, and she was in face in the water. Her makeup stayed on through the whole thing. Have you ex- ever experienced something like that with mm-hmm. your face staying on? Mm-hmm. I mean, black I, I invest in a really good setting spray, so. You know, I, I do drag in Baltimore yeah. every now and then because I'm oh, from okay. the East Coast. Yeah. But, like, it's so humid there. And if you don't have, like, a good powder to setting spray ratio, like, your face just melts off. Wow. <laughs> no, I mean, this sister, she was out there in the pool. And, yeah, I was like, wow. So we were taking pictures of her in the pool with her her nunliness face. <laughs> it wasn't numb yet, but I'm sure after more and more beverages were in, the, in, her, in her system. <laughs> yet again, dick and booze. And speaking of, hey, Travis, are you back? I'm so sorry. I don't know what happened. I think it might be uh, a millennial type thing. What do you think? <laughs> uh, I, that, sure, we'll go with that. Bad puppy, bad puppy. Uh, my, my, my apologies. 
So speaking of bad puppy, Travis, like, tell us about the pup community. Give us a little bit of information about that. We were talking briefly at the beginning of the show about it. We went into some discussions about the uh, bear and otter community, and we want to know more about pups. So let us have it, pup. Well, uh, for me personally, um, any information I share, it's my personal opinion from what I've learned. So, and I've been a pup since about last year. Um, one of the things that I've realized and that I explain to people is that um, a pup to me is somebody who can kind of let go of human stress, like bills, rent, work, um, anything like that, um, that causes a burden on them. And they replace that um, thought processing with the thought process of like a puppy, like, ooh, squeaky toy, ooh, let's play fetch, ooh, I want to lick your face. So it's, it's pretty much like, to me, it's pretty much like being an actual puppy. Like, it's kind of different from like the bear and otter kind of community personally, um, because we actually go into a head phase. Got it. And how uh, long have you but, been part of this community, you said? Uh, the pub community, I came into the Houston community um, about a year ago. Um, and once I came in, I was talking to somebody at a bar. Um, and I, he gets all the credit. Um, he was telling me about what pups were, how they worked into the leather community or the BDSM community. And from there, I was just like, oh, oh I'm a pup. And from there, it just took me on this journey of finding out more about myself and discovering more interesting things. Got it. So interesting things. Maybe this is going to lead us to next week with Booze and Dick. <laughs> and I feel like it's a really similar story to like how a lot of people get involved in drag as well. Like It's all a journey of self-discovery. Like Creating Mocha for me was about like being able to explore a part of myself that I didn't really understand mm -hmm. and I, I feel like I'm sure it's the same with you right Travis yeah like for me I grew up in a very closed environment first off I was homeschooled and I was also raised Southern Baptist Christian so I didn't really have a lot of access to the gay community in general and then the BDSM or any type of leather community whatsoever so coming into the bars and actually learning more about it instead of just being told what it is and actually experiencing it, it really helped me realize different parts of me that I I can say that were there that I had hidden because I was told they were bad. So I, I totally agree with you. It takes a lot of self-discovery to actually help you realize what it is and what you're into. And one of the best ways that helped me with getting into it was actually just talking to people, going into the community, into the leather community, and just finding information and different backgrounds on how they became pups and how they got into their community, and they helped me guide me to be able to find my own path. Got it. Now, in, in, the, in the pup community out in Dallas or in Houston, do you guys have – is there a specific name for them? Yes, um, it is the Bayou City Pups held in the Monterey of Houston, Texas. It's an amazing organization. Uh, we have a good amount of members. We're actually coming up on our two-year anniversary in September. Good puppy, good puppy. <laughs> arf, arf. 
<laughs> Great. And do you know how people can get uh, get a hold of, of the pup organization out there in Houston? Um, I know on Facebook, um, if you go to Bayou City Pups, they it's going to show the homepage of them. And then I believe that the website is BayouCityPups.org. So, listeners, that is BayouCityPups.org. Yeah, you can find information about it, um, what the group stands for, um, how long it's been around, the history, the development of it. It's it's a really cool organization. Great, great. So, any uh, are you stuck with all that weather down there and the rain? Oh my gosh! I was at work today, and I'm outside vaping and playing on my cell phone. And out of nowhere, I look up, and there's just this wall of water rushing towards me. And I'm like, "Oh gosh, Noah's Ark is probably right behind it." <laughs> it was horrible. I barely got time to get inside before the flood hit the door. Got it. Wow! 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 Well, yeah, well, we experienced that on Saturday night where somebody's phone got a little wet there. Yeah, uh, I, I, I think that person was really, really pretty and had a little bit too much of booze and decided to leave their cell phone out. And the cell phone decided that it wanted to take a shower. <laughs> yes, so. yet again, in Texas, booze and dick. <laughs> I can agree. It was all because of the booze. And did you have a great time this weekend? Yes, it was so much fun. I met so many amazing people. Um, I got to experience Austin in a different way. Um, I got to actually visit the bars out there, visit the community that's out there, and just learn more about different communities and different environments. Got it, got it. Was there anybody in particular that you met that you think that was pretty cool? Well, there was a couple. I met this one um, directly named Diana Del Rio. She's a previous empress. Um, Wrong answer. Just kidding. (laughs) (laughs) I got to meet. Bad puppy, bad puppy. I believe he's the emperor of San Francisco. Great, good puppy, good puppy. (laughs) You're getting some treats sent to you. Yay. (laughs) Great. Well, any last thoughts you want to leave the audience with? No. um, I want to say thank you for the amazing opportunity. Um, It's really cool to be able to talk to my my community here in Houston and being able to show everybody, like, what the community is like. Got it. What is the what is the name of the Houston Houston court? The Houston Court is the Empire of the Royal Sovereign and Imperial Court under the Single Star, Inc. And whenever you say it, usually people pop their leg up. Like, <laughs> great, great. Well, thanks, Travis, for calling in. You have a great evening over there. And stay dry. Yes, thanks. Have a good night, guys. All right, bye-bye. Right. Bye-bye. Great, great. Well, yeah, so again, we went to pups, we went to bears, and booze and dick. In Texas, I mean, <laughs> I think that's kind of a, a trend here. I think we should, we should have a host segment just on booze and dick. I think that's what's going to start <laughs> taking place here. Part of this neighborhood, actually. <laughs> <laughs> well, so one of the big things that I like to do at the end of the show because of, which, of Tweeka Turner, she's the one that got me all involved in the radio show, is Last Thoughts. So your last thought for the evening and what you want to tell our audience. Uh, Corey, you want to go ahead and start? Yeah, I mean, 
I want everybody to remember the election coming up. And yes. And it's controversial time that we've all been betwixt and worried and we're not going to vote for this or vote for that because we don't want to do this. Everybody needs to get out and vote and we just need to dump Trump and we need That's to right. Bring yeah. Hillary and uh, with Bernie's support and just get rid of this once and for all. Let's take the House and Senate back. Let's get college tuition taken care of. Let's get marijuana legalized. Let's just have everything set to go. Yes, Queen. Yes. So you queens out there that are bitching about not wanting to go vote, get your asses to the poll and vote. And don't even, don't just vote. Go volunteer. Get active in there. Get angry and go out there and get your mama, get your papa, get everybody else. That's another story. Like I, I could go on and it's, it's kind of late here, but I have a friend of mine who's actually considering voting for Trump. Uh, I was like, oh, oh so <laughs> oh, it's a, uh, it's crazy. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Milka, any last words? Um, yeah, I, I'm gonna be kind of selfish and plug myself. Please um, do. Well, I mean. <laughs> well, well you've got three tops here <laughs> that's, a, that's unusual um, no come on see me I, I want everybody to come party with me because I love having fun um, and she has an she has amazing talent I mean she's fucking awesome um, come see my goth show in Oakland it's literally my pride and joy it's given me the opportunity to let other entertainers present their art we're going to be at the White Horse on August 28th um, the show starts at 10 so get there early and take shots with me Great. Yeah. Stay late and take shots with me. <laughs> you know, it's going to be real cute. So August 28th at the White Horse Bar. So the shots, again, booze and dick. <laughs> booze and, I mean, this is a great team that we're going to do. We're on the 26th. Until oh, that's right. We'll be available on the 28th. Lots of booze. Lots of booze. Yeah, you should actually come to our bar crawl. So it's the Golden Gate Bar Crawl. It's the we're that's get, the Friday before, right? Correct. Friday before it starts at seven o'clock at Bow. Yeah, it'll oh, be. Girl, I, I used to be one of the resident queens. <laughs> <laughs> and actually, we're go gonna we're, we're gonna change it. We we have a new first location and uh, a little more to come. It'll probably be the lookout okay. this time because we're gonna also Corona's gonna help us and sponsor some of the the, oh, nice. the stops that we're Fantastic. we're going to. Oh, yeah, so, again, booze. <laughs> yeah, uh, Corey and uh, Corey Walter. Sorry, I'm looking at Walter, and I'm like, I know what gets deposited in there. So, oh. <laughs> wow. I'm like, wow, and uh, this is that Thank kind of show. <laughs> we're getting to the dick part of it. We've been talking a lot about the booze. I needed to add more dick. <laughs> yeah, just to be yourself and be proud of who you are, and uh, support your community, and uh, love your brothers and sisters. Great, 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 Walter. That's freaking amazing. That's that's yeah. That's that's like the the essence right there of a lot of why we do what we do, why we're part of our community, and I think that's kind of the brother and sisterhood that we've okay. built together, and that's why these bonds like are are really um, tightly knit with the communities that we build. I mean, everybody here and my, my co-hosts, they're freaking amazing people. They've touched, moved, and inspired my life in some way. And now you get a chance to meet them. You got a chance to hear what's going on in their lives. Many things that I talk to you guys and girls about and boys and squirrels and, and also the pups. Here you go, good pups, good pups. <laughs> is the, the good thing is, is about loving yourself. And... I got an opportunity when I was in San Antonio, I got a chance to go meet one of my great friends, Denise Bennett, 
amazing lady. This lady, when I was 26 years old, she came into my life when I was a, a consultant and I was making some ridiculous money with an undergrad and, and I had a conversation with her about wanting to buy, I'll still never forget it, a CLK 320 convertible. And she told me, she gave me the wisest words. She says, do you want to live in a house or do you want to live in a car? I was like, well, a house, <laughs> duh. So she's like, put your money away and save for that rainy day. And it happened. That rainy day happened. Long story short, it's because of her that I was able to save and get here to San Francisco. And now 10 years later, I'm still here. So her words were inspire inspirational back at 26. And the other words that she gave were two amazing words. I matter. A lot of times in life, we forget about those two words and we're so involved with other things or what other people feel, what other people think about us, you know, how people, how we're portrayed and so forth. But those two words, I matter. A lot of times we have to remind ourselves that we do matter because we get lost in some of the communities or some of the things that we're involved with. And we just have to take a deep breath and remember those two words, I matter. Because that, my friends, will be the essence when you can forgive and forget and continue to love. Love conquers all. Love is what's going to help us get through this entire day, this entire week, the entire moment that you're experiencing. Because that one moment is, can, it can't be as bad as something else if you compare it to many other, many other people or things that, that are going on within, within this world. So again, this podcast, Podcast 140, has been brought to you by Sparky's Fun and Joy. You dream it, we create it, we blow it. Brought to you, they are located in the inner Richmond of San Francisco, where they are a gay, locally owned company concentrating on party supplies, balloons, and toys for kids and pets. Again, thank you so much for calling House of Pride Radio. We will see you guys again next week where we will have another cast and crew here. We will have Mike Evans reporting live in San Francisco. So, Mike Evans, get your ass up here from, from SoCal, and we can't wait to see you. House of Pride Radio, thank you so much, folks. And thank you for my co-host. You guys have been so amazing. Thank you.
What are you prepared to do? Think I'm gonna make it worse I talk to you but it don't work I touch you but it starts to hurt What have I been doing wrong? Tell me what it is you want Tell me what it is you want Tell me what it is you Oh, I think that if I had been enough for you Would I be better? We run the sound, space, and podcast. Rentals available Thursday, Saturday, and Sunday from 8 to 10 at Mutiny Radio FM's performance space at 2781 21st Street in the Deep Mission at 21st in Florida. Contact Pam at pamsadai at hotmail.com for more options and booking dates. Incredible socialist prices so you can be creative in a free speech space without breaking the bank. That's Mutiny Radio Rentals every Thursday, Saturday, and Sunday from 8 to 10. Book your event now. It's Wednesday. It's high noon. It's time for the AltaCast here on Mutiny Radio. I am not joined by my regular co-host, Latoya, the Sheriff of Truth Win, the lovely, the amazing, the intelligent. She is not with us today. She is at some crazy meeting. I am, however, joined by a young friend of mine who doesn't want to be on the radio, but she did help me plan for this show today. It's going to be a truncated truncated AltaCast. What are we going to listen to? We're going to listen to the music that she chose. She chose some really great music and some really terrible music because she's 10 and that's what they do. 
Uh, but she does have pretty good taste in music. Uh, it's, it's not her fault that pop music is the way it is. Uh, she's in the performance space right now with headphones on, so she can't hear me. She's watching Dance Moms, which I wish I could get her to come in and talk about because, wow, what a depressing show. Uh, I was really lucky that my mom wasn't one of those kind of dance moms that, you know, push, push the kids. It is a horrific show uh, where these women who are talentless, except for pushing babies out, uh, have really talented babies. And then they push them and make them cry all the time. And then the moms cry. There's no dads anywhere. Everyone's crying. Nobody's good enough. And the lady who runs the whole thing, this Abby woman, she is enormous. And these little skinny, tiny little girls are flipping around in the air and dancing. And she yells at them. I don't, I don't know. I don't know why she loves it, but she loves it. So there we are. So today at the AltaCast, we're going to play a lot of music. Thanks to my uh, friend who chose it. I'm not going to say names or anything, but if you are a fan of my comedy, I mention her name in one of my jokes, so you would know that. Uh, but yeah, hanging out today, good times. We're going to go to Putt-Putt later. We're going to go to Urban Putt. I'm very excited. All right, let's start it up. Let's kick it up with the music. Uh, we're going to start with uh, a good song that uh, she chose. This is the Car Wash song. You might remember it from the 70s because that time was rad. And uh, the Rose, Rose Royce Greatest Hits Car Wash song here on Mutiny Radio. Seem to stop. 
that was at the car wash. Thanks to my friend who chose all the music today. Uh, actually, there's one song that she didn't choose that I chose by Cool in the Gang, just because it reminded me of the the car wash song reminded me of Cool in the Gang. Also, Jungle Boogie is a great song, and I oftentimes, when I'm hanging out with another friend of mine, Jude, I make up a song, and it goes, we want the bus, gotta get that bus, Oh, we need the bus, and it's, I think it's the Jungle Boogie song, but I'm not sure. Okay, so here's some more music that my friend chose, uh, and this is a person I've never heard of. She has introduced me now to some pop music that I've never heard of this person's name. Like, I know who Katy Perry is, obviously. and I know who Lady Gaga is or whatever. Uh, but this is Rachel Platten. Never, never heard of it before. So we're going we're gonna to listen to the fight song. And I have a feeling that it is really, really poppy. Um, but you know what? Young people like pop music. And, and I don't know if there's, there's not necessarily anything wrong with that. When I was uh, her age, I listened to Cyndi Lauper, although it's that's still really good. I listened to a lot of Madonna, which I'm not very proud of, um, and 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 Michael Jackson. Although, uh, you know, the Off the Wall CD from Michael Jackson from 1978 was great, um, but and some say Thriller is a great. I mean, it was pop music. All right, here we go. Here's today's pop music. This is Rachel Platten fight song.
Rachel Platt and uh, do you feel inspired now do you feel you should feel that's like that inspirational kind of pop music stuff you know now it's gonna be in my head but I can't sing that high I can't even pretend to this is I'd have to belt it and it would be in a lower key it would be dumb uh, all right here's another Rachel Platten song that my friend did a dance to uh, she goes to the um, mission dance studio thing it's uh she dances on 24th street with her friends she does hip-hop she's a very talented dancer she often tries to teach me how to dance uh we're gonna listen to another song later with the do the whip and the nene and i still can't do the dance and she has tried mercilessly to teach me how to do i still i'm tragically unhip i'm so unhip i thought kanye west was an airline all right, here is another Rachel Platten song, and maybe she'll do the dance for us in here, but it's radio, so you can't see. Uh, all right. More pop music, yeah!
was Rachel Platten, Stand By You. Uh, my almost 10-year-old friend got a little angry with me because I made a mistake. She didn't actually do a dance to that song. She sang that song at school for something else. I guess it would be difficult to do a dance to that song. It'd have to be very lyrical in nature, like a lyrical jazz, something of that. This is the song that she did a dance to. And this makes me happy because this is good music and this is music from my youth and that they're doing it now the youths the youths are listening to the music i like it uh instead of that um that pop stuff because and i think that all music has a place it, it is relatively inspirational that pop music i gotta tell you uh but what happens if you don't believe in heaven or hell does that does that song still make sense is it still a good song even if you can't, even if you don't believe in heaven. Uh, well, that was Rachel Platten. This here is JJ Fad, Supersonic. And uh, I remember when my friend told me that they were dancing to this song, and I was like, that's so cool. I, it's so cool. Here we go. Uh, JJ Fad with Supersonic here on MutinyRadio.fm. We're JJ Fat and we're here to rock. Rhymes like ours could never be stopped. See, it's three of us and I know we're fresh. Party rockers, non-stoppers, and our names are deaf. See, the J is for just, the other for jamming. The F is for fresh, A N D, deaf. Behind the turntables is DJ Train. Mixing and scratching is the name of the game. Now, here's a little something about nosy people. It's not real hard, it's plain and simple, baby D. Supersonic. Supersonic Supersonic motivating rhymes are creating And everybody knows that JJ Fad's devastating We know you like us girl, so you better get sterile Cause we are the home chicks that are rocking your world Supersonic 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 is a word when people start to listen they pay close attention You might not believe it You might not even buy it But when it comes to our lady You might even try it Supersonic Supersonic Now all you supersonic people Try to write our rhymes You may think that you are deaf But you're way behind So you better listen good to what we have to say Cause when it comes to JJ Fad You can get no point. Supersonic. Supersonic. Now he's the freshest DJ. From coast to coast, my neck cut. Can I scrap a problem to folks? He may be a little light, but that's okay. Cause when he cuts to the beat, it sounds this way. Hit it. Supersonic. Behind. Supersonic. 
are so bionic. Don't listen too hard, don't be supersonic. 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 You see, the S is for super and the U is for unique. The P is for perfection and you know that we are freaks. The E is for exotic and the R is for raps. So tell those nosy people just to stay the hell back. Supersonic. Them big everlasting ears. Supersonic. They can hear what I say faster than I can say. Supersonic. They better chill. Rock, rock. It's like, it's like supersonic. You ran out of words. Hit it, baby D. I'm like skinny dim. Should I know what's in the indicated? That's right, cause they'll fake a ticket, man. And you made them arms up and arms up. And everybody say I'm happy. If you try to hang with me, you should find it true. I'm always rocking, never stopping, devastating. Rock the lady when I'm on the microphone. to see the authenticity. Figure is a difference. Everybody say I'm different. There's no other angel lover. Everybody know I'm covered. Hooray!